Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode with Life with Chris and Tatum. <laughs> Welcome. We're so glad you're listening today. We're just having a fun time before we're getting started. I, we just always like to laugh and have fun. And mm. today's going to be a lot of fun as well. I think so. Don't mind me. I'm over here eating Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chris is giving me the eye like I'm ready to start. So... <laughs> I'm passing the ball back while I chew my Skittle. All right. Hey, we're going to talk today about the five biggest culprits of stress. Uh, before we get into that, thank you so much for everybody that is sharing these podcasts and you're helping us spread the word. Keep up the great work, everybody. Let's keep moving forward and helping to increase this growing podcast family. And so, really cool. Um, we're going to talk about the culprit sh- uh, stresses in life. Before I jump into that, can I just, uh, I was at a conference this last week yeah, and I came across some really intriguing information that I think our listeners would really like to hear. I would like to hear because I wasn't at the conference. So okay. tell us. So this has to do with uh, Bible engagement. I'll, I'll just spend one minute explaining this and then we'll jump into these culprits of stress. Uh, they surveyed 400 thousand believers. And what they discovered is this, that if the believers, if Christians are in the scripture one to three times a week, there's no effect on their life. Whoa. It has no effect? No effect. If they were in scriptures four times a week, four times a week or more, the results spiked off the charts. Wow. Uh, the feelings of loneliness dropped by thirty percent. If you were in the Bible at least four times, at least times four a week. times, that's that's over half of your week, which is maybe why it spikes your yep. spikes the change in your life for the positive because mm-hmm. four times a week is so one to three times, no effect, no change. Wow! They surveyed four hundred thousand people. Four times a week, again, it just it's skyrocketing off the. Uh, so feelings of loneliness dropped by thirty percent. Anger in people's lives dropped by 41%. Wow. Alcoholism dropped by 53%. Distance, feeling distance from the Lord, dropped by 62%. Mm. Uh, People sharing their faith with others Mm -hmm. spiked by 200%. Whoa. Discipling other people spiked by 233%. It's amazing. All that to say, read your Bible. Yeah, get in the Bible. <laughs> get in, get into God's Word. It, it yeah. makes a difference. Wow, Th- it sure those does. Those results are just. I just thought that's staggering. Really, I mean, I yeah, it just proves what I feel like we know that God's Word changes lives. It's living and uh, active, and it will change your life. But that's a stat that proves it. Awesome. We got we got to get in the Bible. Yes, we do. See, most problems are not Bible re- related; they're belt related. What? Hold on. Explain that. They're not Bible-related. They're belt-related. So we're letting our appetites uh, 
mm. lead our lives. Um, we're, we're, we're not disciplining ourselves to get in, into God's word and all this. And so we've got to get ourselves back to that place where we're consuming God's word. If we do it at least four times a week, yeah, the results spike off the charts. Now, today we're going to talk about uh, the five biggest culprits of stress. I have discovered that stress is ruining people's lives. You know, the number one reason, number one reason for doctor-related visits, stress. 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 It's the number one reason for uh, sexual problems in married couples. Stress. Wow. Who knew? Stress. I mean, stress is causing all kinds of yep. uh, heart problems, health problems, health problems. It's affecting relationships. It's causing people to just uh, to, to be angry. To be honestly, angry, like living up, on the edge. Just, yeah, of blowing up. I mean, it's, it's just not healthy. So today, we're going to talk about five different uh, culprits of stress, and as we deal with these, they're going to also help us to um, to eliminate them. Here's the first one, and it's called procrastination. Procrastination is one of the biggest, um, it, it creates stress in people's lives in crazy ways. Here's the thing that I've always told people. I, I told this to our kids. I, t- I tell this to people. You're going to eventually have to do that thing. Mm-hmm. So why not do it now? Just get it done. Check it off the list. Get it done. For me, I think um, one of the reasons that, one of the reasons people procrastinate is not just because like you're being lazy or I'm being lazy. Sometimes we procrastinate because it's a really challenging, difficult thing that you don't want to deal with because you know there's going to be repercussions that are going to, um, that are going to need to be managed. <laughs> it's not just like when I do it, it can be done. It's like, oh, when I do it, then I'm going to have an, other things that are required to be done. So knowing that causes more stress than actually just doing the task, making the decision, having a hard conversation, responding to that email, leading that person in a way that may cause some discipline or discomfort to need to happen. But the longer that you put it off, the longer that you procrastinate, what I found is that the stress just builds because you're anticipating and thinking and like dreading doing it. You could have just already had it dealt with <laughs> and be move, moving on to the next steps that need to be managed after you do the hard thing. Yeah. You you mentioned something there that really kind of uh, sparked this thought in, in me, and that is that we oftentimes procrastinate at addressing uh, a relationship problem with somebody else. Yeah. And so we just think, oh, if I just ignore it, yeah, ignoring, it'll go away. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It does, and it grows. It grows. <laughs> it grows. It's like a... And so germ. We, we say deal with problems as acorns, not not oak trees. There you go. Don't don't if you see a wasp trying to build a nest when it's just one, yeah. You, you can it deal down. with that. Deal when with it's it. a hive, now you got yourself a problem. And when you procrastinate uh confronting those relationship uh rubs, yeah. tension and uh it's actually doing you a disservice. Because sure now is. you think about it all the time. 
And now they keep doing that thing mm-hmm. and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then one day, what you're going to do is you're just going to explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now there's going to be like this big, huge. Or you're just going to be ran over. You're just going to constantly be unhappy because you're letting other people make the decision or make the, um, ah, just lead. And they're not in a position to lead. But by you not dealing with it, you're allowing them to make the call. So if you can learn this, what are we? I don't know even how to define it, but learn this trait to deal with the issue as an acorn, like Chris said, rather than an oak tree. It's going to save you years <laughs> of undue stress and and discomfort and hurt and harm by addressing the issue now. That's what we do. So one of the things that I look for is patterns. So if somebody does it one time, mm, okay. Yeah, they had an off day. But when there's a pattern of things, that's when... Some, you're going to need to address that. If it's something that is, you know, rubbing you the wrong way, it's just... so. But we procrastinate all kinds of different areas. Mm-hmm. So having that difficult conversation, mm-hmm. we procrastinate. Well, that builds up stress. I have a great example. Can I okay. share it? Okay, so when I was actually 17 years old, I started college at a school in Springfield, Missouri, called Central Bible College. Okay, I went for one semester. Chris and I were engaged and then we ran away and got married. And then I, I was- swept her off her feet. <laughs> and then I was 18. I'm like, honey, you don't need to go to Bible college. <laughs> no. Um, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I di- he digresses. <laughs> okay. Let me get back to the story. I had a roommate in college and um, of course I did. We, in our room, we had a responsibility to like, clean up the room, right? We had an RA that checked our rooms once a week and the sinks had to be clean. The the bathtub had to be scrubbed. The room had to be vacuumed. You know, it had to be like in order. And you saw her one day in the lunchroom wearing your clothes. That's a different story. I liked my roommate, but then I was like, hold up. We're in chapel and she's got my clothes on and she didn't ask me. (laughs) That's another story. Anyway, she's a sweet, she was a sweet girl, but don't wear somebody's clothes without asking. But, this sweet girl never, never did any of the room cleaning or responsibilities. And me being um, young and not wanting to address the issue and not wanting to talk with her and not wanting to be like, hey, we both live in here and we know that every Friday by 11 o'clock or whatever the time was, our room's going to get checked. I just kept doing it. And what it did was it made me like angry. (laughs) I was mad. I was like mad at her, but not wanting, I didn't want to say anything. And I don't know why I was just growing, learning and maturing. So she would leave a mess and I'm the one over here picking it up. Like you're like, I'm her mom. Mm. We're both like 18 year olds. If I would have sat down with her and been like, Hey, this isn't cool. Like every week I'm the one vacuuming and I have to wipe your spit off the sink because you don't want to spit in it. You want to spit on top of the faucet, which drives me crazy. Like I'm cleaning the mirrors, you know, whatever. I'm making a big deal out of something that at the time felt like a frustrating problem in my life because it was every single week. If I would have just told her like, this isn't cool and we're going to be fair about it. And this week you do it and next week I will. She was, she would have done it. But instead I procrastinated having an uncomfortable conversation and it just frustrated me. levels. Yeah, and I was always stressed out. Venting to Chris, like this girl doesn't do anything. (laughs) There's my example. I think that's a great, 
That's a great example there, uh, especially when you were younger. Yeah. Uh, and and so think we about We got to grow in it. Learn. Uh, I, I meet so many people that procrastinate getting their bodies healthy. Yeah. Healthy. Uh, and what we wait for is we wait for the doctor to look at you someday and say, uh, you need to change this or you're not going to be on this planet much longer. Yeah. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. We have the knowledge. Take Just care do. Of, yeah. Do it now. And it's not fun. It's not like when you and I go to the gym. How, how often do do we think, oh, wow, I'm so excited to be here? Yeah, no, no, but it's a- Rarely ever. Rarely. Uh, this morning, I was not wanting to be there, but mm. when I got there, I went, wow, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad I'm here this morning. I, I feel much better after, but you have to, you choices lead, feelings follow. So one of the things that, we, that that I've always done is when I get a bill in the mail- by the time I open up my mailbox and I take the bill out, I'll open it up and look at it. By the time I get into the house, I've already opened up my bill pay and I've sent the money out to have it to have it paid for. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't pay. We, do, we we've never been late on a credit card payment ever in our tar, in our entire lives. I we are always early. It's important to make don't sure that you don't procrastinate. Yep. Okay. Here's the second one, and that's this: when you always say yes to everything. Mm. You're going to get stressed out. That's so true. This one's this one's hard for me. I have to say. This whole lesson is is for it's you. It's for honey. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm been a ball of stress. <laughs> I, I had the guys that, that they're not even recording anything right now. It's just you and I talking. Stop. <laughs> it's it's therapeutic. These have been stressful things in my life in the past that thank God the Lord's helping helping me to grow through by Learn no means. Learn the art to say no. Yes. Just and tell by no, no means is there uh uh gr- like have I completed this like oh now I never deal with it anymore. But learning um to say no for those of you who tend to um be lean towards the people pleaser side, if you're my fellow people pleaser and you just want to make everyone happy. Then you find yourself saying yes to everything, and then I can help here, and yes, I can do that. And then uh, before you know it, you are wondering, how am I going to get all of these things done? Say no to the good so you can say yes to the very best. Chris helps me with that. He's good at it. We got People that are always saying yes to everything, their stress level is off the charts because you've overcommitted your life. Mm-hmm. You don't have that much bandwidth. Well, we need margin, you know? We don't have that much bandwidth, but we also, just to be happy and to be able to have some fun and some downtime, we have to create margin. You need to schedule that (laughs) into your life. Like, I am not gonna do anything on this day or after this hour. I'm not committing to anyone else. This is for my family or for myself to just have nothing on the calendar. We need that. Yeah, one of the things that I I teach uh, pastors is this. Uh, and and our, our congregation here had to learn this a little bit earlier on, but people don't need my, um, my, my time, they need my energy, meaning mm-hmm. that they don't need me to be at every single event, but mm-hmm. what they need out of me is the anointing of God, the power yeah. of God, yeah. the, the, the touch of God. Is that when you're God. there, you have the energy that's required to be there, to be in that position there, because you've not been in a thousand places and if I am depleted. everywhere, I'm completely depleted, mm-hmm. full of stress. And so some of you need to learn the art. When people are asking you, it's okay to tell people no. And can I just say this? You don't have you don't owe anyone an explanation with your no. Explain that here a little bit. <laughs> you don't have to explain. Like you don't owe that to someone. 
Are you playing tricks with me by yeah. saying this? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I was being serious and then serious? I turned it into a- Oh, I was like, okay. are you kidding? No. No, I'm just saying we often guilt ourselves into thinking that I need to explain to you why I can't do what you want me to do. But the truth is you don't. <laughs> you don't. And people who can't be okay with not knowing why you can't be at their dinner party at or at their call. child's yeah. birthday, like if you lit- if you just, you can't, you can simply say as a true and a genuine friend will understand, I'm sorry, I can't make it. And I don't have to tell you what else I'm doing that day to make me or you feel better about why I'm not coming. It should be sure. simple and it's okay to say, I'm sorry, I can't come. I would love to be there, but I just, I can't. I can't. You don't have to explain. It's okay. But thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying be rude. I'm just saying you don't have to explain your no. Set some healthy boundaries in your life that you do not allow yourself to schedule or to go or to be available for everyone after a certain time or on a certain day. We have to have healthy boundaries without explanation, period. This is just because this is my family's time. I'm not available. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to set those boundaries and you, you've got to keep them. So for me, Saturdays are a day that I pull away. I, I lock myself basically in a closet and I'm praying through and getting ready for, for mm-hmm. Sunday. I have had more invitations from people to go do things. Yeah. People, man, they, and they want to pay for and it And they're fun things. They're fun things. Yeah. I, people, hey, I'll pay for you to go to the Cowboys game. I'll pay for you to go to, I mean, I, I've had invitations for uh, like some of the best seats at the World Series. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Hey, could, w- would you like to go with us? We're, we're and and we'll pay for. And I yeah. have to say, no. Yeah. And the reason is, is because I can't do everything. Yeah. I need to say no. The priority to the good is yeah. So I can say yes to the best because when I'm doing everything, think about how stressed out that you would be. Yeah. And well, so, just how it takes time from what has to be priority and so for you. Let me just speak to the parents for a second because some of you are in like seven different. Uh, extracurricular activities with your kids and you are running everywhere and you're you're worn out your kids are worn out and then they're doing school on top of it your kids are stressed you're stressed you don't have enough time to pour into your marriage and it's just you only have so much time and everyone has the same amount of time so it's not that we need more time it's just that we need more nose (laughs) (laughs) it's true we need more no's. Pri- what is priority? What do you really want to look back on in 10 years from now? Is it that you ran rap- rampant and you just said yes to everything and you did everything that everyone wanted? Or is it that, you know, no, I carved out and every weekend or once a month or three nights a week, I remember that as a family, we did this, whatever it is, whatever that is to you. But, Everybody, but your, prioritizing your it. job today, here's your homework. Here's your assignment. Say no. Say no. Today. Repeat after me. N-O spells no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is getting into it. <laughs> I wish we had a camera. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> okay, let's go. That's funny. But seriously, just t- t- today, just tell somebody no. Just Nicely. Yeah. We're not telling you to be rude. Snap your fingers a little bit. Stop. Say no. Put stop. the little head... Swing the ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
We need to get serious here because we're talking about stress. We're having fun. Okay. This relieves our stress. Here's the third thing that I give you. It's a it's a culprit, and that is your ear and eye gates. <laughs> Do you not like that one? I read it wrong. Okay. <laughs> you wrote it wrong. <laughs> I wrote it down ear and ear gate. <laughs> and I was like, where are we going with this? I'm going to let Chris lead. <laughs> well, you have two ears. <laughs> and our ear gate. I was just wondering. No, but your ear and eye gates. So what we listen to and what, what we listen? watch. So can our, if you're consumed ramp up our with stress. the news, I can here, I'll give you the secret how to be how to live a very stressed out life right now. Watch as much news as you possibly can. Yeah. And you will be a stress ball. It's true because it's just how negative. How often do we watch the news? Honey. No, I'm just telling This is life with Kristen Tatum. How often? Maybe once a week for 10 minutes. Maybe once a week for 10 minutes. That's me. I mean, yeah, yeah honestly, we don't. Yeah, we don't. I'm not going to I'm not going to be mindless about what's going on, but I'm not going to it's not going to dominate my day or my time, so much my news mind. Now, is it not true? It's to very me, skewed. it's drama. It's very skewed, it's yeah. It's very drama. Mm-hmm. So I can turn cer- certain channels on that will be very dramatic mm-hmm. based on what I want to hear. And Yeah, and then it, you can find another one. And it perpetuates yeah. that and it riles I you up. I would say we, we, just, we get more of our news and what, what information we're looking for about what's happening in the world, not from the news. You do it from the Inquirer, right? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> People don't even know what that is if they're under or star 30 magazine, or whatever. Or Star Magazine, you get it from, from their... Well, well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We get a lot. What from like we're a, saying is guard yeah. your ears and your eyes because there is so much out there that can very much feel overwhelming and and um, and highlights the worst parts of what's happening in our world. When we can also turn our eyes and our ears towards what the Lord is doing and towards what God says and towards what His promises are, which are full. Uh, of good news. That's right. He comes and brings good news. And so Faith filled. Yeah. That yes. Is remind yourself of that Never more than what the world is telling you. That the news industry is a money producing industry. If it bleeds, it leads. And so they want to continue to put things out there that yeah. are going to garner Liter- uh, uh, viewership. Yes. I was just going to say, literally last night, Chris and I were sitting in bed and there was a uh, I was on social media and there was a um, little video caption that someone was sharing because as we're currently recording this, the hurricane has recently come through um, Louisiana and there was an anchor person interviewing in the streets and the guy was like pretend, like fake being blown in the wind. He was leaning and like jumping around. The but- news reporter. The news reporter was, but a girl who had a cell phone was recording him from across the street and like laughing because he was faking so badly that the wind was blowing him over, but she was actually allowing us to see what was real, what was reality. two guys come walking by. Yeah, two guys are in their shorts, like casually strolling, and this anchorman's acting like he can't stand up. You know, it was just, it just goes to show that people will paint a picture for how you want to see it. And so what you put... What you allow yourself to see, to watch, and what you allow yourself to listen to makes such a difference on your stress level. And just make sure it's truth. Are you are you hearing truth? Or so is if it if you're around negative and, and if your name's Nancy, I'm so sorry, but if 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 you're around yeah, a negative not Nancy all the time. The name, but uh, yeah, if, if you're on negative people all the time, that's mm-hmm. gonna just 
It's going to bleed over. It's going to bleed over. It affects you because you begin to, you just, what you're hearing the most and what you're feeding the most is going to grow. So feed your heart and your soul with truth. So so number one, don't procrastinate. Number two, stop saying yes to everything. Learn Mm -hmm. to start saying no. Number three, be pay close attention to what's going into your ear gate and your eye gate. Number four, I think this one is huge. It's a culprit of, of uh, stress, and that is where people get no rest. This is this is huge because we live in 2021, and it's just like, go, 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 and it almost feels that people's answer to how you're doing is usually defined by what they're doing and how busy they are. And um, we wear big, busyness like a badge of honor. People, yeah. how are you doing? Oh, I'm busy. Yeah, th- but how many people say, "Oh, I had some good rest"? And if you do say it, or you hear someone say it, do you think of it negatively? Like, oh, you they're do. being lazy. Oh, they're not keeping up. Oh, they're not. One of no. the things I love about <laughs> going to other countries is how different of a pace they have in these other countries. Yeah, compared to America. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they spend like two hours having lunch together. And they siesta. Come on. Why don't we have that? Just take a break for a couple hours, lay out back underneath the shade tree. But in reality, uh, this is where God's word comes into play and says, you need to honor the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is a day that you don't work. You do no work. And actually, the way I say it is this, you have to work not to work. Yeah. Because it goes against everything in our American culture. And so by honoring the Sabbath, what you're declaring to God is that what I produce isn't created by my hands. It's created by your hands. I'm putting my trust in you. Mm-hmm. It's the same principle of tithing. When you honor God with the tithe, mm-hmm. you're declaring, God, uh, I, I know that by honoring, honoring you and, and with releasing this 10%, with this 10%, you're going to be able to do more with this yep. 90% than yeah, I ever was if I, I had the 100%. Do. Yeah, yeah, And exactly. resting is doing the same thing. Yep. You're pulling back saying, God, I'm going to trust you. That yeah. I'm actually going to be able to get more done in six days yes, of work than if I, than I could seven. do working seven. Yeah. You're going to wear yourself out. You're going to wear your body out. You're going to wear your family out. Yeah. It's just causing, it's a culprit of stress. Coming back to really doing what God so said. What are some of the things that we do? On our Sabbath? On our Sabbath. Well. We would let, we used to be able to sleep in. I know. We're well, get, the older we get, the earlier we wake up. I'm like, man, I can't believe it's so early. <laughs> Why am I awake? <laughs> I wish I could. This is the day I can but sleep in. But we definitely in. don't set an alarm. So it's nice no. to just slowly wake up. Thankfully, I'm at that age now that I can open my eyes and know exactly what time it is because of the sun. I'm like, well, I know exactly. And I look at my clock and I'm like, yep, there we He's go. He's usually right. I'm like a minute or two off. We have the same day off together. Thank yeah. God we're able to do that, and it's such a blessing um, that we get to spend the same day off each week. But for us, it looks like just being leisurely. You know, it's not a day where we're trying to accomplish like 15 things by running errands everywhere. For us— We find things that recharge us. So you yeah. need to find things that recharge you. Mm-hmm. So for us, we'll wake up, and we'll have some time with the Lord. Then we'll get uh, a leisurely breakfast— just slow. We always eat really good on our Sabbath. Like when I mean really good is not really healthy because <laughs> we do that throughout the week. So for us, it feels really good to like enjoy food that we don't allow ourselves to have all the time on our day off. So we always eat at a restaurant either for lunch or for dinner. Um, and we have a swimming pool. So I have loved the last few weeks that we've been in our house just 
laying on a float and, and sitting outside we're, and relaxing. We're separate from each other. Sometimes I, I like to just go and just I, uh, I like to go just. I like I like watching the Lord of the Rings for like the hundredth time or something like that. But I just find myself just pull away and I'll be looking through uh, investment articles and stuff because I like investments and I'll be reading through and yeah. Just, I listen to podcasts. Like I just, but a lot of times we separate ourselves, and you're just kind of doing your thing. We're usually and I'm doing yeah my thing, and then we come together. And sometimes we go mountain biking. Sometimes we go work out. Yep. We, we'll all sometimes say, "Hey, I want to go buy you some things out at the." Uh, we go shopping. We go shopping. We we just find some things that recharge us. Mm-hmm. And no work. I mean, we shut down our computers. Yeah, we really don't. Thank God for, and I have to be intentional you do too you have to work not to work yeah but yeah we're working not to i have to make myself not check my emails because of course it's there and that's and i that's tough in a growing thriving church yeah that there's a lot of needs but at the same time we're saying god we trust you like we have staff that are capable of handling any need that's going to come up and if we have to be contacted they know how to get us lord we can take this one day Every week mm-hmm. and say, you, you God are able. Like, yeah, you because can handle what we what we aren't present to do at work. If Jesus had to pull away, how much more us? Amen. And it's not just have to if Jesus it. did, and he did. Yeah, he honored the Sabbath, but it's a law of the Lord. Nobody would ever consider killing somebody. Nobody, you know, of the Ten Commandments. Nobody would ever consider, hey, I'm going to go steal from this other person. Yeah. None of us think it's okay to lie. None of us think it's okay to, you know, have an affair on our on our spouse mm-hmm. and all these other things. But when it comes to working on your day off, yeah. Oh uh, well, I, we I gotta old get some people stuff done. excuse it, and it's just not excusable. We have to t- take God for His word because it's creating stress. I'm, yeah, pr- try it. It will change put your God to it the will test. change your life. Yeah, put put God to the test. Here's the last one I give you. And that says, cast your cares on the Lord. So you're. That's my favorite. You weren't designed to carry everything you're carrying. Yeah. You weren't. And the Lord wants, like, He's waiting to take what feels like heaviness off of you. He's waiting for you to bring it to Him and say, I trust you with this, Jesus. I can't carry it anymore. I can't fix it. I can't solve it. Can I exchange my heavy? burden for yours because you said it's light, Lord. And if I give it to you, you know what I'm terrible at? <laughs> and God's helping me and I'm learning, but saying, I give this to you, Jesus, and then and later picking it back up. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can figure it out. I can do this. I can I do this. I have thought like, about this so many times that in our church where you know people come down and, and, and they ask for prayer and something, or even in, in their chairs. I, I wonder what we would look like in, in the spirit uh, as people are giving things. And yeah. the second they give it, they take it back. And they walk out with the thing dragging that, they were that to. heavy weight again. Wait, you you either gave it to him or you yeah. didn't. Yeah, it, it says cast your cares mm-hmm. on the Lord because He cares for you. Mm-hmm. He loves you so much. Like, give and it He's to him. for you. Can I just for one second, if this may convince one of you, then it would be worth it. But I think for me, it comes back to remembering and knowing how trustworthy the Lord is. When when the when the when God invites us, when he tells us, cast your cares on me, and when we take him at his word and lay those heavy things at his feet, those heavy burdens, whatever's overwhelming to you, the ability to, 
to leave it there is trust. It's trust. It's, it's trusting that, God, you will help me with what I need help with. And so oftentimes when we pick up that thing again, that problem or that relationship or that financial need or the health issue or whatever, when we carry it again and think, I have to fix this, it's as if we're telling the Lord, you can't. I don't trust you to do it, so I have to do it. So as a as a reminder, you know, ask yourself and ask the Lord to help you. And I do this often, God, help me in the areas that I am not trusting you with. If I'm trying to do it all, why? <laughs> you, you're telling me as my, as my friend and as my Savior and as my Lord that you can take care of this. Why am I not trusting you with it? Help me to trust you. I give it to you again. I give it to you again. So, um, yeah, I think it comes back to can we, do we, can we trust the Lord? Yes, we can. And so cast your cares on the Lord. And one of the ways that I do that practically is through worship. So, you know, you you give that to him in prayer. And then when it tries to get his clenches back on you again and tries to come back on you in that burden, if you'll just keep on worshiping the Lord and yeah. just reminding your your enemy, reminding yourself and yes. speaking to God, anything that's over my head is underneath your feet. Yes. And I'm just going to worship you. And a lot of times that worship is that action point. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that practical thing that just declares, I ain't letting that monkey back on my back. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing that. That's and God's. It's, it's, it's magnifying God. It's making him great and big and mighty and powerful and capable because he is, which makes your burden, your issue or your stress small in comparison. It's a reminder. I've said it from the platform so many times. It's time that we stop telling God how big our problems are. We yeah. need to start telling our problems how big our God is. Amen. And that happens in worship. And yep. so we cast our cares on God in prayer, and then you maintain that level of peace by worship. You just worship God. Let your, let your home just have good worship happening, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, so stop procrastinating. Always... Don't always be saying yes to everything. Yeah. Learn to say no to the good so you can say yes to what actually accomplishes the plan of God for your life. Yeah. Uh, be careful of what you allow in your ears and eyes because they are either polluting or stirring up a spirit of faith on the inside of you. That's true. You need to guard your rest. Some of you need just to go take a nap today and have some, wait, have some cake. And then Ooh, take a nap. Cake. Yeah. <laughs> I need like that one. Chocolate cake. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it'd have to be chocolate potato. Uh, for me, it'd be bread pudding. You just need to go have some bread pudding. Or there's that uh, Nacho Mama's uh, banana pudding. <gasps> Chris's favorite. And then the last is cast your cares on the Lord. Because he cares for you. He loves you. He's, He's not so forgotten good. you. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody. It, it was a great day to be with you. Um, I'm just praying that God continues to shine his great grace on you and gives you great favor. It's an honor to be a fellow Christ follower with you. And so let's let's keep on keeping on. Let's finish the race that God has put in front of us. Love you, everybody. Hope you have a great week. See Bye -bye. you guys.